0: dot com or Underdog Fantasy in the App Store. Sign up with promo code PitcherList and get your first deposit doubled, up to one hundred dollars. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast, for more morning pitching podcast from pitcherlist.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is September fifth, and yes, we are going to talk about baseball. Brian Wu, five innings, five earned runs, four hits, three walks, and zero strikeouts. Oh no, how am I going to spend? how am I going to butter my bread with this? There we go. Yeah, this was not a fun one for Brian Wu. And short story here: Rays, Dodgers, Athletics, Astros, Rangers are the future schedule for Wu. You can kind of move on. Maybe he does have his four-seamer back, but it was down about two ticks yesterday. He gets a raise next. I don't want to do that. And then the other three out of four of the Dodgers-Astros-Rangers you don't want to do. So, yeah, not a fun time to be a Woo manager. You probably can move on from him. Justin Steele did amazing things. It was kind of weird. He covered the entirety of the zone with pitches instead of the more precision that I've seen. Like The first half of Justin Steele was more impressive than the last second half that we've seen. Right? He had these weird moments of like, hey, not so great because command is weird. And now he does this, but it's the Giants. And the Giants are just so bad. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not really... like I think a lot of people are really excited about Justin Steele for next year. I'm probably going to be the low man on it because it's two pitches. And I don't think that they're so elite. I think it's a really nice season he's having. Cole Reagans, though. Pew, 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 guys. I'm doing a watch party thing for every single start that he has at this point because it's just so fun, especially with the Jays and Astros up next twice. That's going to be weird. And now you're like, Nick, he just took down the White Sox. Not a big deal. I'm like, I got it. Six innings, zero runs, one hit, zero walks, seven Ks. Um, but you heard how Benetti and Stone reacted. Like, this guy was insane. Uh, 22 West for a Gallus pull because duh. Um, also, pew, 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 we have our new shirt, which is uh, Reagan's Ace is going to Ace on the site now. Go check it out. Uh It's awesome. And it's already been stolen, apparently, by some random company, which is kind of funny. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, Reagans is great. I'm going to start him against the Jays. Um And there's so many wonderful things I could say. Just read the roundup, I guess. But you can't spell Reagans without Ace is going to Ace uh, with AGA. I mean, I'm probably not going to give it to him unless he does well against Toronto in the first Houston start. I feel like he needs to be challenged properly here and then we feel good about it. Um, but the skills certainly speak to it. TJ Antone. Started this one for two innings, zero and in runs, zero hits, zero walks, three Ks, that doesn't really matter. It was 26 pitches, he did fine. He had the good slider, but really the important part is that he, TJ had TJ, and he just came back um, from a pitch in relief briefly over the weekend, and then he had this 2-any1, which is the first official start that he's had, um, which is awesome for him. It's an interesting flyer for 2024, I think for 2023. You're not going to see him stretched out enough, so you can pretty much avoid it. I don't even know if he's going to continue to, because the Reds are so battered by COVID-IL at the moment. Merrill Kelly getting Rocky Road just dominated, and it's so cool, and I wonder where he'll go in drafts next year. It is a new change of grip that has helped him out the last two years, and his command is pretty good, so maybe I'm more in than I used to be. Uh, you have Pablo Lopez getting singled out against the Guardians, but he didn't have his best command. He was trying to go inside a bit. It opened up too much. Um... It just wasn't it. And he's at 199. I really want him to get more than three strikeouts. Uh, but he he grinded in this one, right? He really labored and fought and got six innings, one and run for your team. So good stuff there. Got you the win. I mean, yeah, the Twins scored 20. Um, but eight hits three walks and three Ks. Good stuff, Pablo. I mean, the Aces figured that out, right? Uh, the rookies with their shag carpet. Turn this, not from a, to a one-earned run game, turn it into a six-earned run game, right? Um, Barrios against Oakland. Six innings, two-earned runs for it. It's one walk, seven Ks. It's against Oakland. You, yep, that's it. He's got a great schedule. He's got the best schedule of the Jays because he avoids uh, a terrible matchup uh, down the road. And it's just, like, one the series. I can't remember who it is. Either it's the Rangers or the Astros or something. Just annoying. Um, and they don't get it. He doesn't get it. So it's great. Yeah, uh, Grayson Rodriguez against the... Angels looking like an ace by the end. He he kind of labored initially, and then he just cruised. And this is the guy that we wanted back in March when we were drafting him. I actually looked back at the Legacy League draft, and I drafted Grayson Rodriguez. I then dropped him and then picked him back up. Um, but I, uh, it was Luzardo, Detmers, Grayson. I think I did in three straight picks um, for the Legacy League because I just wanted Luzardo also with the the whole um, fasting, and then yeah, I wanted Detmers after. I was hoping to get like the twins guys and it didn't work out, but that's a really interesting draft to look back on. I think I'm at one point, I'm going to do another podcast, just looking at how we did the legacy league draft and just kind of having a retrospective of 2023, because I think that's just so important for us to look at saying, Hey, what lessons can we learn from that draft season? What was, how did the season really play out based on what we imagined and how can we adjust that for 2024? Fun stuff. Uh, Luis LRT's, against the Brewers got the win. He was your stream pick of the day if you were trying to figure out which one it could be. It was apparently Luis L. Ortiz. Not a fan. And one out of 50 whiffs on four seamers plus sliders is just, how did that happen? So, props to you, Ortiz, but I do not want to chase this whatsoever. I didn't pick him as my stream pick of the day. I went after uh, Peter Lambert because... Uh, what else was it going to do? Do not start here, but it was six earned runs. Sorry, six innings, four and runs. Unfortunately, it's a bad fourth inning with three earned runs there, but six hits, will walk 5Ks. You were close. So close, but yeah, we don't go forward with that one. Um, Logan Webb against the Cubs does not get run support, and that's stupid. He did good things. I mean, three earned runs, 6.2 innings, six base runners, four hits. Well, yeah, okay. Logan Webb has a really bad schedule, by the way, and it's going to be tough to figure out if you're going to continue it. Um, Good luck. Kenny Rosenberg is a crafty lefty from the left side throwing like 90 miles per hour and a good curveball. I don't know if the Angels are going to lean in on this, but without Otani, they might. They might truncate the six man to a five man at some point. I don't know. It's so boring. I don't want to do this. I am surprised he got a very poor quality start. Good stuff for him in 87 pitches against the Orioles, but man, I don't want to do it. Brian Bayo against the Rays, six innings, 300 runs, five hits, two walks, and seven Ks. We'll take it um, against the Rays here. 16 whiffs. Uh, The sinker and the changeup combination is working well. The four-seamer is way out of the zone upstairs. Slider was a little bit better, too. Um, It is kind of a rough schedule, though, uh, for Bayo, so don't feel like you have to hold on to it, but I think right now we're just going to do it until it kind of falls off. Uh, The wheels fall off completely. Aaron Zavoli had 12 strikeouts, 17 whiffs, which is absolutely insane. His pitch separation was crazy. I mean, really, like the best I've seen from Savali all year. He also had sliders to go with the curveballs as well down. um, Some cutters down and cutters up and four seamers and sinkers up. Absolutely remarkable um, against the Red Sox. Unfortunately, five-point winnings of 300 runs, but five base runners and 12 Ks, right? So really, really cool to see that from Savali. I guess we're going through this gauntlet that he has uh, when it comes to his uh, schedule. It's not the worst ever, but it's not making you feel comfortable we have other guys to talk about medina heaney burns and others and we're gonna talk about all of that after this break this podcast is sponsored by underdog dot com or Underdog Fantasy in the App Store. Sign up with promo code PitcherList and get your first deposit doubled, up to one hundred dollars. Luis Medina returned, went against the Jays, had his good slider, and everything else was bad, so we don't follow this one, and, and he gets the Rangers next, no thank you. Andrew Heaney is a cherry bomb, got the Astros, and it didn't go well, I'm not too shocked. He was my questionable start guy, because, like, it's a cherry bomb, maybe, but yeah, no, we we really don't want to do that moving forward. Uh, Corbin Burns against Pittsburgh, very disappointed, six innings, four in runs, come on, but seven hits, zero walks, and seven Ks, fine. You know, he missed, he had mistakes over the plate, and they were all doubles, he only had one single. Doubles and home runs, I mean, Seriously? That's just unfair. Um, he deserved better than this. Uh, Tywin Walker against the Padres: five innings, four in runs, five hits, three walks, four Ks, three out of twenty-six splitter CSW, and only a forty-six percent strike rate. My gosh! Yeah, do not go after Tywin Walker. Uh, JP France did not do well in uh, in Texas, and he gets San Diego next. But maybe you go after Kansas City after that. I don't think you need to hold on to it for him. You don't need to hold on to France for those. Um, I don't want to start him against San Diego. Uh, Jesse Schultons didn't do well against Kansas City. Maybe there's one good outing he gets the rest of the way, and I don't know which one's going to be. So, no, thank you, Rich Hill. Don't start him, and I hope it's Nick Martinez taking a spot soon enough, because he's just very bad. And Lucas Giolito, ugh, against the Twins, three innings, nine earned runs, seven hits, three walks, three Ks. His changeup was terrible, which is so annoying, because it's been so good. But this was 11th for 23 strikes. No, you can't do that. That's sub-50% for those with quick maths. You can't do that whatsoever. And then he threw all his four-seamers down the pipe. Like, yeah, you're going to get destroyed if you do that. It's tough. He gets the Angels next. Uh, so that's fine. I'm going to still do that. Yeah, I know. They just got destroyed, but you're going to do that one. And then you then you get the Rangers and then you get Baltimore. You better be amazing for that one. It's really frustrating rostering uh, Lucas G. Little right now. Looking forward to today's and tomorrow's starters. You have Garrett Cole, Brandon Woodruff, Clayton Kershaw, Zach Eflin, Sonny Gray, Chris Bass, and Tanner Bybee. Yeah, obviously, you're going to start those. You don't need me. Uh, probably start here. I really do like Jose Quintana. Also, moving forward, really good schedule, say, for one bad outing uh, matchup. And he gets the Washington Nationals now, which is really cool with me. You get Kyle Hendricks in. Uh, Kyle Hendricks against the Giants is really good, too. Um, that should be a nice Toby start. Hazel Zuzardo and Bryce Miller have some interesting matchups here you have the Dodgers uh for Luzardo which is a big strikeout play and we've seen him come through but man that's rough uh if he doesn't have those mistakes like he did against the Astros then he could come through there Bryce Miller in Cincinnati isn't so fun but I think it's Bryce Miller you do it then you can have Dean Kramer against the Angels and maybe you want to say Dean Kramer should be at the top of this one and I get that he's been in a good groove but if he doesn't have his four seamer cooking it's just gonna be cutters and that might not be as good but, I mean, I, I want to start all of these for the most part. I can see a case for Kramer being right underneath Hendricks. Uh, Dylan Cease, I know. It's been so rough. But if you have Dylan Cease, you're probably starting him against the Royals. Oh, good luck. And Brandon Fought is our stream pick of the day against the Rockies. Uh, I think he's good enough. I don't really like the four-seamer and slider much. But uh, this can work out for you. Um, it's Rocky Road. Uh, question will start here. You have Brady Singer coming back from paternity leave and his arm fatigue. I feel like... I can't quite trust him right now. He was in a really good groove with the slider command. Not so much with the singer command. Gets a White Sox, which would lean into the slider stuff, but a little kind of weird. So he's the top of questionable start. Michael Soroka is starting, which is great. I really like this. Go pick up Michael Soroka. He has a good schedule moving forward. If he does stick in that Atlanta rotation, it's great pitching for Atlanta. Soroka is just generally a Toby that is in a good situation. I would go for this and hold on to him. Framber Valdez gets the Rangers, he doesn't throw changeups or cutters and uh sorry, uh cutters and curve balls. He's going more sinker and changeup, and it's bothering me immensely because those former two are the best ones, the curve and the cutter. I don't know what, what he's doing. And now it gets Texas, and ugh, I don't really want to do it. Uh, Andrew Jackson against the Brewers could work out. Cutter Crawford against the Rays could. Nathan Valde against the Astros. I really just don't want to do that. It's a still ill and uh, it's the Astros and the Velocity might not be back, and you wait and see. Reed Demers and Michael Lorenzen rounded out. I mean, these guys that maybe could pull it off, but like, I don't want to do this. Demers against the Orioles and Lorenzen against the Padres. No, thank you. And in the do not start here, you really don't want to take a chance on Kyle Freeland, even though it's outside of course in Arizona. Joey Wentz against the Yankees is he even Joey Wentz. It's Alex Fiedo. If it's Alex Fiedo, then I mean, okay. Uh, but no, I, it's a good slider, and just I don't really want to do that one either. Um, Patrick Corbin, Colin, Connor Phillips is making his. MLB debut. That's exciting. I don't do MLB debuts, especially in Cincinnati. Pedro Avila, Sean Minaya, Ken Waldechuk, and Miles Michaelis. Tomorrow's starting pitchers, you have uh, Spencer Strider, Tyler Glasnow, Freddie Peralta, Joe Ryan, um, Zach Wheeler, and Max Scherz. And by the way, Alex Fajardo is looking like he's going to go. I'll probably put him above Kyle Freeland, but I don't want to do that because it's just a slider and nothing else. Um, for tomorrow's starters, yeah, you're going to start all of these. Zach Wheeler and Scherz are at the bottom because it's the Padres and Astros. I am still going to throw those guys out there. Long probable start to. We have a lot of really good matchups here. You got good matchups for Mitch Keller, Lance Lynn, Hyunjin Ryu, uh, Clark Schmidt, Gavin Williams, Jordan Wicks, Matt Manning. All of those, I think you're just going to start them if you have them. I like Jordan Wicks as a streamer. Clark Schmidt as well is the stream pick of the day against the Tigers. That's all cool with me. And then you have things like Logan Gilbert in Cincinnati. You have Justin Verlander at Texas. Michael Wacca against the Phillies. And James Paxton at the Rays. The first three, I think you're just going to do them anyway. Um, so don't really, whatever, just go and do it. <laughs> James Paxson, uh, fastball's getting worse. And it's scary. And I debated putting him in questionable start because of it. But no, I think he's demonstrably better than the questionable start guys. So hopefully he recovers here. Um, questionable start tier, Cherry Bomb, Kyle Gibson, even though it's the Angels. Central Cherry Bomb? Zach Davies, I mean, really just a borderline streamer as he gets Rocky Road. So okay, fine. Chris Flexen actually surprising to be here at Arizona, but I think he's the best Rocky pitcher personally. Good cutters, uh, locations. Almost pulled it off last time. In cores. And now he's out of cores in Arizona. That might work. More so than Patrick Sandoval, who hasn't had a slider and changeup working all season. It's just so frustrating, but sometimes he does make it work as he gets Baltimore. In the Do Not Start tier, it's an outside chance for strikeouts against the Royals for Tukey DuSant. You have J.P. Sears getting against the Jays. No thanks. Jordan Lyles. I know he just won eight innings, but he's a werewolf and like doesn't really show up even against the White Sox. Carlos Carrasco against the Nationals. though no thanks, Jawanda. Don against the Mets. Edward Cabrera is coming back, but it's against the Dodgers, and it's just far too risky to go to Hudson. Maybe he can go six against the Atlanta against Atlanta, but it's just no, thank you. Lion Richardson and Tristan Beck probably aren't going to go five innings. All right, that is it for today. Thank you all so much for the support. If you're interested in joining our team, go check out our hiring page. We have some really fun um, open positions, including a database engineer that could be full time very shortly. So, definitely would love to meet you if you are a, an experienced database engineer and you want to be in the world of baseball. But that is it. So, my name is Nick Pollock, the main be below, and you strike outside.